Lenny Bernstein for the Washington Post reported that a new study published in the journal JAMA Internal Medicine, that's Journal of the American Medical Association, by Johns Hopkins University researchers found popular heartburn medications that work by blocking secretion of acid into the stomach are associated with risk for chronic kidney disease. These include commonly used drugs with names familiar to many people like Nexium, Prilosec, and Prevacid. This is a class of drugs known as Proton Pump Inhibitor, or PPI. These drugs are widely available by prescription and over-the-counter. Paula Spann reported for the New York Times that proton pump inhibitors, or PPIs, were introduced in 1990 and have become among the most frequently prescribed drugs in this country. They suppress stomach acid more effectively than an earlier class of drugs called H2 blockers, which block histamine production in cells that line the stomach. H2 blockers do not appear to be associated with kidney disease. They include Zantac and Pepsid. Previously, researchers at Stanford University linked PPIs to greater risk of heart attacks. Other studies linked them to bone fractures, gut infections, and other health problems such as low magnesium levels and possible cardiovascular drug interactions. Researchers believe PPIs may lead to bad infections from Clostridium difficile and pneumonia by reducing stomach acidity, allowing, for example, bacteria that enter our body in food we consume to survive and spread to other organs like lungs and intestines. The studies do not show PPIs cause heart attacks or kidney disease, but Dr. Morgan Grams, a nephrologist and assistant professor of epidemiology at Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health and a co-leader of the research team, said, As a nephrologist, I've been worried about the medications for some time because of evidence linking them to acute kidney problems. The Johns Hopkins study involved more than 260,000 people. The researchers found those who took prescription PPIs were 20 to 50 percent, that's 5-0, more likely to develop chronic kidney disease compared to people who did not use them. The study showed an association, not a direct cause, but researchers documented a dose effect. Risk of chronic kidney disease rose 15% among those taking the drug once a day and 46% in those taking it twice daily compared to non-users. Dr. Graham said that leads us to believe there is a causal effect. Dr. Adam Schoenfeld, an internal medicine resident at the University of California, San Francisco, and author of an editorial on the drug's adverse effects, warned, quote, You can treat and hopefully cure infections. Fractures can heal, though they may be catastrophic events in older people, but chronic kidney disease does not go away, end quote. Actually, chronic kidney disease too often tends to get worse once you get it. If those potential risks are not bad enough, Nicholas Bacalar reported for the New York Times this month that a large new study found PPIs associated with 
increased risk for dementia. Researchers in Germany studied PPI use in 73,679 men and women over the ages of 75 who were free from dementia at the start of the study. The study published in JAMA Neurology found over an average follow-up period of more than five years, about 29,000 of the study subjects developed Alzheimer's disease or other dementias. After controlling for age, sex, depression, diabetes, stroke, heart disease, and the use of other medications, the researchers found that regular use of PPIs increased risk for dementia in men by 52% and in women by 42% compared to non-users. Britta Hainish for the German Center for Neurodegenerative Diseases and senior author of the study said, our study does not prove that PPIs cause dementia. It can only provide a statistical association. She said, quote, clinicians, pharmacists, and patients have to weigh the benefit against the potential side effects, and future studies will help to better inform these decisions, end quote. Last year, an American Geriatric Society panel added PPIs to the Beers criteria for potentially inappropriate medication use in older adults due to risk of bone loss, fractures, and C. difficile infections. Dr. Todd Semla, a pharmacist at the Feinberg School of Medicine at Northwestern University and a past president of the American Geriatrics Society, warned that older people are more likely to have reflux and are therefore more likely to take these drugs. Older adults are also more vulnerable to the diseases and disorders associated with these drugs, especially with long-term use. According to the New York Times, whether over-the-counter or prescribed, PPIs are usually recommended for short-term use. Even over-the-counter PPIs should not be used for more than 14 days and not more often than every four months. Dr. Schoenfeld said, quote, there are definitely older people who have been on these for 10 to 20 years, end quote. He said doctors often fail to question extended use by their patients. This may be because until now, doctors may not have been aware of the serious potential complications associated with use of PPIs, especially with long-term use. If you've been taking these PPIs for an extended period of time beyond what is recommended and you are concerned about stopping, Dr. Schoenfeld recommends tapering off a PPI to see if you still need it or switching to an H2 blocker. Dr. Selma offers some non-pharmacological approaches to reducing heartburn and other reflux-related problems such as losing weight, limiting certain medications like aspirin, raising the head of your bed to lower risk for of reflux from stomach acids when you are lying down, and limiting consumption of food known to trigger heartburn like fatty, greasy food, alcohol, caffeine, and, sorry folks, chocolate. In Dr. Shintani's lifestyle program, people 
found their heartburn or reflux problems resolved within a few days on the program. And more bad news on pharmaceutical drugs. Taylor Wolford reporting for Newsweek said, quote, Here's something else to be anxious about. You might overdose on your anxiety medication and die, end quote. In the Newsweek article titled, Anxious, well, that anti-anxiety medication you're taking could kill you. Wolford reported a new study published in the American Journal of Public Health found the number of prescriptions for benzodiazepines or benzos like Valium, Xanax, Clonopin, and Ativan tripled between 1996 and 2013, but the number of deadly overdoses quadrupled during the same period of time. These drugs are used to treat panic, anxiety, insomnia, seizures, and depression. To get a copy of the book, What the Health? by Dr. D, that's me, go to lulu.com. That's L-U-L-U dot com. Net proceeds from the sale of What the Health? and the sale of Dr. Shintani's The Peace Diet go to support the Hawaii Health Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. One of its missions is to improve the health of the people of Hawaii and the world.